What's up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Threads Season 2, Level Up, a bi-weekly podcast that feels like you're hanging out with good friends just talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I am one of your tired, run-down hosts, David Graves. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that other guy, Mike Hart. Uh, what's good, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Episode 38. Yes, yes, yes. Guys, it's been a long day. It's been a long two weeks. We're happy to be here. All right, Mike. Let's get humble. What's going on in the mind of Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so what's been going on in my world uh, recently? Um, uh, there was like a, a COVID scare at my office. Um, some uh, Someone near me was like very ill. They came in. They got sent home. Uh, my office is, it, uh, requires us in the office at least three days a week, two days at home, typically. Uh, so all of last week, though, I was told just, hey, we don't know if you were uh, too close to whatever. We're still waiting on, on a positive or negative test. Just stay home all week, last week. And that was actually like really refreshing, like super nice. My previous job um, before this one, it was 100% at home. So it, it, it's just nice to kind of get in that groove again, like be able to sleep a little bit longer in the morning, take a little bit slower, getting into my work day. Um, so last week was actually... Um, really good uh as far as what my job is which is typically pretty stressful some days uh but it felt good uh, i've been feeling good about my 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 uh, day-to-day uh work routine and everything like that I, I have definitely have reached the top of the learning curve and i'm now beginning to find a groove in what i'm doing which is awesome uh so other than that uh went out drinking with my buddy steve and his girlfriend perry and with my wife uh carolyn Went to one of our favorite spots called uh, Stickman Brews. It's a craft brewery place uh, in the area. Uh, what I love about that place is the food's excellent. The beer is reasonably priced. And they have a whole wall of like games and like Jenga and checkers and Monopoly and whatever board game you can think of. They've got it, you know, Cards of Uno. Um, so they kind of like want you to kind of come in, hang out, play a game, eat some food, chill. Uh, definitely think I, I want to get David there soon at some point. It's not too far uh, from where we're at. Um, but anyways, we went there and then uh, my buddy Steve invited us out to Phoenixville uh, because uh, one of one of their like friends uh, band was playing live like in the town because that there the town of Phoenixville completely like closes off its main street so that you can like carry drinks outside, walk between bars with your with open containers, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, the live music was awesome. Uh, his girlfriend, Perry, was like, hey, let's go get insomnia cookies. Uh, I don't know if anyone out there has ever had insomnia cookies. They're really good. They're excellent. Uh, yeah. However, I had a bad experience. Um, so we went there because I really wanted to get some ice cream. And she, she mentioned that they make ice cream sandwiches with their cookies. And I was like, that sounds great. So we wait, wait in this long line to get our cookies. Um, I ended up getting like snickerdoodle cookies with a, just a... Um, with coffee ice cream in the middle, uh, really delicious. However, what I didn't think about is this place is like churning out cookies left and right constantly. Like they're always baking cookies. So these cookies were like really warm and like fresh out the oven. So I got these two warm, fresh out the oven cookies squishing between a piece of ice cream and the ice cream was just dripping everywhere. It was a big mess. It was delicious, but a big mess. And just, I don't know. I don't think, I think I will pass on the cookie witch at the insomnia cookies next time and just go straight to just getting a cookie uh if anything 
Um, you know, obviously a wickedly overpriced cookie for what it is. Um, I think each cookie alone was like three, four bucks or something, which is wild. Like, what a crazy business model. <coughs> Sorry, but like good for them, I guess. Um, but overall, it was a good time. Uh, I, it's been a while since I've seen live music, right? Like since the pandemic hit, um, you don't really see it or you haven't seen it very often. This was like an open air live music, kind of like a indie rock band. Uh, the kind of stuff you might hear on like an indie rock uh, radio station, like very like catchy, upbeat, um, good for everyone. Uh, one thing I thought was really interesting is like obviously this was an outdoor event. Uh, lots of cops were around. They had some bike cops. I think there was even a horse cop maybe. Um, and uh, but like everyone's obviously drinking open containers. It's allowed. It's a closed off area. But of course near the stage, there's obvious people like passing like joints around and like smoking uh and doing all sorts of stuff and i'm just like i guess like the cops like just don't care anymore like i don't know because like pa is now um medically uh allowed for marijuana uh however not recreational yet but it's also definitely still not allowed to be used in a public space um uh, but these cops mm -hmm. clearly were more interested in just making sure everything was kind of like tame and good and obviously just kind of looking the other way um and so everyone else on uh, like closer to the stage was obviously having a grand old time. Uh, we kept our distance and just uh, stuck to the beers. Um, nothing too crazy uh, since we uh, we had a good drive. Um, it's only about like a I don't know it's like a half hour drive out from where I live, so didn't want to have to get uh, too turnt, if you will. Uh, but it was a good night overall. Uh, and then in the spirit of just going to bars and, and having a good time. Uh, Recently, uh, me and the wife went to one of our favorite places. Uh, it's called East Branch Brewing Co. And uh, we were just there. But, uh, it was like it was this was Wednesday and we just had like a really nice dinner just hanging out. And the bartender who we know was like, hey, you guys staying for pub trivia? And we were like, uh, I don't know. We're like old people now. We go to bed at like eight o'clock. Like uh, and she goes, oh, come on, stay. I'll, I'll buy you a round. Uh, so she bought us a round and we ended up staying for pub trivia. We were doing absolutely terrible. Um, we got a few good ones right, but we just were—I don't know. Like my what intuition was the theme of the trivia just bar. What? What was the theme of the trivia? Like bar trivia? It was like, everything. Was it it was like um, okay, so there was like four or five, four rounds. The first round was like, here's a picture of a famous uh, landmark from a city across the across the world. Uh, like name rad. the city. Yeah, we'll and then there was this, yeah, and then there was like general knowledge. Then there was um, music knowledge, movie knowledge, and pop culture knowledge. And we were, mm -hmm. and like, I don't know. There, there was like moments where I was like, I know the answer. Like someone was like, I think one of the answers was like, what's the longest running Broadway show? And I just immediately like shouted, although I know we were playing, like it was competitive. I was like, cats, it's gotta be cats. Um, and then, then I was like, no, it can't be cats. It's not old enough. It's gotta be like fan of the opera or something. And then Carolyn like was like, nah, write, write cats down. So we wrote cats. And of course, the answer was Phantom of the Opera. And I was like, damn it. Uh, <laughs> but we were losing pretty bad halfway through. Um, and then right at the last, I guess, round, which was all like uh, music and uh, whatever knowledge, we did really well. And we were we were like, all right, we're just going to pay our tab. We're out of here. We didn't win. Um, and uh, we were saying goodbye to the the like the the pub trivia host who uh, my wife knew and uh she was like hey just so you know like you guys didn't win but you came in third 
and like somehow like we just made a bunch of points up in the last round or so because it's like worth double and uh and i was like well mm-hmm. third's great but you know that just means we're the second loser um <laughs> True. uh but either way it was a good time i definitely think i'd do it again um and then me, me and Carolyn, we've been thinking about like, you know, she she loves what me, we, uh, me and David do here on the podcast. And she's like, what if like, you know, we kind of had this group thought, like, what if me and her created a podcast about something we're both into? And, uh, you know, because now with the knowledge that I've 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 gained from working on this podcast, it's like, well, why not have more than one? Uh, why not just mm-hmm. continue making content uh, with people? And like, I think podcasts are a great way to. Uh, talk about anything and get uh, and just create something special and I and uh, would love to do that uh, with her so we're th- we're uh, still sh- shooting around some ideas we have no idea really what we want to do yet uh, we got to find something that we that we want to lock in on but uh, who knows maybe there will be a uh, new offshoot maybe we'll keep it under the humble threads network right we'll cr- we're gonna mm-hmm. create a, a, a an umbrella t- style network of, of lots of different content underneath the humble threads name. Mm-hmm. Uh, who? Kind of like what uh, the good mythical or uh, what Jesus? I can't remember the names, but the good mythical guys—they have like seven of them going. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Link yeah, just, absolutely. The Brett and Link—they yeah, got just a bunch. Said he's doing one with his dad. Um, they also yeah. have uh, the other another good um, example is the McElroy family that has my brother, my brother and me, uh, the Adventure Zone, mm-hmm. Sawbones, Wonderful. Shout out to all of those podcasts, um, Schmanners. Yeah. Um, I listen to yeah. all of them. You guys are great. Um, all of you McElroy family individuals. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, for me, uh, coming up this coming weekend, so the day this releases, it'll, it'll be already underway. Um, I'm going for the very first time in my life, going down to Cape May, New Jersey. Um, it's a it's a big spot. Lots of people go to it. Um, somehow, I've I've been to every other beach in New Jersey, just never gone down to Cape May. Um, you know, I've, and uh, so my wife six months ago was like, "Hey, I'm planning something." We're just gonna do a long weekend down there. It's super great. You're gonna have a good time. Uh, so she scheduled us like a bed and breakfast down there. Uh, we're gonna go down to Cape May Brewing, check out the beach, check out the what know the, the town there. Um, maybe do some fun stuff over the weekend. But we're just there for like a long weekend, so we'll be back uh, Sunday. But Cape May, I don't know. Um, I'll have to give you guys the full review on the next episode. But uh, I'm not because me personally, I'm not a huge like beach going type of individual. Um, I kind of like everything Same. around the beach, like the boardwalk, the town, yeah. yep. um, mm-hmm. doing all of that kind of stuff. The yeah, the food, the bars. I'm not big on just sitting on a beach fr- frying in the sun. Like that's not that's not for me. Um, I would prefer beach early morning or late evening, like around sunset, when it's like kind of chill down. The, the the sun's not as heavy overhead. Um, so we'll find out. I'm sure it's gonna be a lovely time. I'm very excited. Um, but that's going on. That's everything in the mind of Mike. Um, what's going on in the world of graves, man, guys, we're, we're kind of late here getting into this one. We usually try and record early, but it's, it's the time of everything hitting. Everything's happening. Uh, today we went to Ashley's little sister's, uh, graduation. I guess I can call her my sister-in-law now. Um, that's my homie only because, you know, youngest siblings stay together, but, um, she just graduated. So we were at that. She was first, which was good, but um of course we had Caden there and everyone's there and all this stuff and I just as I get older I'm slowly starting to re- I just don't like people man I used to be like you know what I'm not too fond of kids but I don't like teenagers either like 
Uh, I remember I used to be like a wild teen. I do wild things and stuff. But some of the stuff these kids were saying in the stands, I was like, what are y'all saying? Right? Like, what? But, you know, I just came home. There's construction around our house. I was like, geez, I'm like a grumpy old man today. But we just did that. So congratulations to all you guys who graduated this year. You know, 2022, whether it be college um, or high school. Definitely a big moment in your life. Uh, cherish it because I'm telling you right now, life smacks you in the face real quick, man. Uh, did for me and it did for a lot of people. But, you know, grab grab the reins of life. Hold tight and just hang in there. Uh, eventually, you'll be coasting and smooth sailing once you get out of there and get your lives together. But congratulations um, from this half of the uh, Humble Threads podcast, people. Um, and then, of course, on top of that, uh, I, I didn't have this on my list, but we also had her prom, which was pretty cool. So um, we got to go. Uh, take some photos and everything else like that. And I'm starting to realize like every school is not like every school. Um, Ashley always thinks like I went to a rich high school. Um, I went to Henderson High School in Westchester. Um, and for us, we had ours at, I want to it's not called the Lincoln Center, but it's somewhere in Philly where they have statues of the presence or whatever. It was beautiful. Um, and then we got to take a party bus and I got to go with my friends and everything. Uh, here at Coatesville, they just have it at the school and that's it. And I was like, darn, like, you guys don't get to. And they're like, no, Dave, you just went to a rich high school. I said, all right, whatever. But they had, like, a cool car parade. I guess uh, they, some people dressed up their cars. There was a car with a trampoline strapped to the back of it uh, on a, like, a, I can forget what they call it, like a trailer. It was very interesting. Um, their theme was Great Gatsby, but there isn't really a theme. It's kind of weird. I was like, you know, I haven't been to this school, so I, I don't understand. I'll agree to y'all's customs. But some of the cars these kids were driving. Them parents let them rent some crazy stuff. This guy got the B. Yeah, it was some type of new BMW with the uh, butterfly doors, the suicide doors, depending on how you guys call it. I said, yo, if I was like 17, 18 and my parents got me that, holy crap. But uh, we got to do that, which was very fun. Um, another thing is I, I've been getting into working out. Uh, Ashley talked me into it. Uh, we, were, we were just sitting in here. I think it was before I got COVID, which I'll get into. Mike was talking about that. Uh, we were sitting here and we were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking a little out of shape. And she's like, yeah, you look, you're looking a little out of shape. I said, you know, I'm glad you're honest with me. I'm glad, you know, you let me know because I would like to know. I don't want to be like 300 pounds one day. And then you're like, darn, Dave, you don't blow up. But so we've been trying to go to the gym maybe twice, once a week. Uh, do a lot of cardio around here. But, you know, definitely um, something I would make more of a thing in my life. Um her dad was having some some heart issues not too long ago, and he's kind of a bigger dude, and we love him. So, and everything's going good with him. But like looking, I'm like, man, I, you know, I want to start doing better. I have a child now. I need to be able to keep up with him and get himself together. Um, I know Mike is still with his his uh, boxing bag. How's that been going, Mike? Is it, are you still getting in there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, not as much as I like. I I told myself I would when I bought it, um, but I absolutely find myself down there at least once a week. Just putting the gloves on even if it's not for like a full session just just rocking to on um, the bag a little bit um it it's there's it, there's a few things in this world that that will match full-on smacking your fist into something and, and and not actually having it be another person you know what i mean like really really being able to let let go some of that that uh that frustration or whatever that's stressed in your day physically as well as getting a, a mm. like a, your heart going and and, and uh, using it as like a, a ballistic cardio workout, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah so we we've been doing that. I've been thinking like you know I've been telling Mike I want to get a, a boxing bag. I got to organize the basement, and I, I was thinking about getting like a fold up treadmill. Like they have small treadmills you can fold up, put in the corner. Um, I thought that'd be a great idea. Speaking of the basement, we are here, guys. Finally, okay. 
We bought the paint. I've organized the basement. We are literally done. All I have to do is move the stuff down there and we're good. Mike and the, the guys and probably the girls will be over. We'll be able to party it up. Uh, maybe have an in-person uh, podcast. Maybe have a video version of that for you guys on special occasions. Who knows? You know, uh, maybe our New Year's or, or maybe our who knows, whatever episode we want to have a uh, milestone for it. We'll see how that goes. Um, we also around here, we have the Strawberry Festival. If no one knows what that is, it's usually I, I don't know why they call it the Strawberry Festival. Um, I'm not too fond of that only because I grew up in Westchester. Um, my mom grew up in Coatesville, so we came here every now and then for that. But it's pretty cool. They have tents, there's food, there's rides. It's just like your regular old carnival. So we got to hang out with that. That was Caden's first time being in a in a carnival and a festival. Man, was it hot, though. I'll tell you that. Um, but it was a fun time. It's always fun to see something like that come out. And then we can all get together again because COVID has been, you know, whew, COVID has been a wave. And another thing, which I don't know if you guys have been seeing it on our podcast, there's just been screenshots. Mike took one of the screenshots and I was dying. But uh, the gang went to a winery last uh, week or last weekend. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was around uh, Erica's house. So I think we were like near kind of near Doylestown. So when you think of a winery, you're like, oh, maybe it's like kind of a restaurant-ish and they have the outside and everything else like that. Like, nah, this was like they had a little kind of a shack thing where they sold frozen wine drinks out of it. They sold wine bottles out of it. Uh, wine by the glass and they also had the actual i didn't know it was a restaurant but it was kind of like further back the restaurant um and then they had the food trucks with it but we were out in the field you got to bring your own chairs you got to relax and everything else like that pretty relaxing um something new i know for us i'm used to going to restaurants and everything else like that but it was definitely new i had a very interesting wine it was honey and jalapeno um, it was called B something. It was pretty good. Everyone thought I was gross for getting it, but Hey, you know, everybody got their own thing. It was, it was, it was sweet. And then it was a little bite at the end. Um, I actually got one that was called tipsy cow. I believe that was more of a, um, Pinot Grigio. Maybe it's like a, not kind of, it was a little more sweeter than a Pinot Grigio, but it was pretty good. Everybody was there. Me, Kevin, um, the gang, we went there for Erica's birthday. They went out to the bar after they had some fun. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. Uh, also coming up. Mike, we're in full swing of the yard work. I don't know if you've been out there in the heat, but I've been out there in the heat. And golly, guys, uh, I had to break out the good old lawnmower. And once again, Ashley sat me down and was like, listen, you do a great job with the lawn. But, and I said, here we go. She said, is there any way we can like clean it up out there? Because I don't know about you guys. Our lawnmower has a side attachment where it blows the grass out the side, but sometimes it gets clumped up. So it's just dead grass in there. And then we have the bag. Our bag is like very small. So I was like, all right, I can put the bag on. Uh, it takes a little bit longer, but it does look cleaner. So I was like, you know what? I'm a little happy. I'll take it. I get to sip my beer and look at the grass like a dad and just be like, all right, cool. We're great. Um, and then speaking on to uh, vacations, because Mike's going on a vacation. We've been planning a vacation for Ash because her birthday's coming up. We haven't been on a vacation in like a year, really, uh, especially with COVID going on. We just moved in here. We had Caden and everything else was going on. Um, so we're trying to figure out what we want to do, uh, definitely like all inclusive or something, but I just was sitting there thinking like, man, we, we deserve a break. We've been working hard. Everyone's been working hard. You know, COVID has been going crazy. We haven't been able to get around and, and meet people, but, um, we're trying to figure out what we want to do. Of course, she doesn't want to go out of state because we have a child completely understand whoever's going to be watching him. Um, I was wondering if there was like an all-inclusive resort in Florida, maybe somewhere we can go and then we'll just, we'll call it a day only because her birthday is in December. Of course, she doesn't like winter stuff. She likes summer stuff. So we have to go, you know, either out of state or somewhere 
uh, where it's warm. But we'll see what Florida has to offer. But other than that, guys, um, me and Mike have been talking. I wanted to run it by you guys, too, along with uh, the podcast where Mike was talking about with his wife. We're thinking about doubling down on the anchor. Um, I've kind of been looking at our numbers everywhere else and everything else like that. But it seems like you guys really enjoy us on whatever podcast platform of your choice you're on. Um, so, you know, Mike, when he's working on that, we're going to get that together. I kind of want to bring the humble, humble minute over here, B-side, do some reviews with you guys. Um, and who knows, maybe we'll bring some more podcasts in. Uh, I know my brother's always talked about wanting to do some podcasts. What we would talk about, I don't know, but that's why I haven't made one with him and we haven't brought it in. But um, we see the love that you guys are giving. And I think Mike said we are what? 20 listens? I think it's like 20-some listens, maybe. Wait, Mike. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Sorry, my mic was off. Um, Mike was well, I've, I've just been trying to mute it in between ch- chatting just so I like, don't end up just like breathing into the microphone the whole time. I understand. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I think uh, as of <clears throat> right now, I'll double check it while we are here live on the recording, but I believe mm-hmm. we are 29 overall listens. 29 away from capping uh, the milestone of a thousand overall listens. So if you're listening to this right now, you are one of those individuals that has helped us reach that milestone. Um, We are on our way to to getting there and uh, really just shout out to yourself for, for sticking around and listening. Yes, we are um, 29 listens away. Uh, Super cool. Uh, By the way, we, we have some merch. You should go check that out. Uh, It's over on uh, teespring.com. Just search up the humble thread. Uh, but anyway, uh, super excited about that uh, that thousand mark coming in. Yeah, and we're only at number thirty eight. So, like we said, we're doubling down on anchor. Stay tuned. We got some more stuff coming. Um, I know we, like I said before, we threw that net out to try and see what other social media platforms you guys respond to. Seems like you guys really like Instagram and you really like uh, Anchor or wherever you listen to our podcast on the Twitter. We get some stuff here and there. TikTok, we get some stuff here and there. YouTube, we get stuff here and there. Who knows? We might be dropping some of them off and just going full force into some of these other ones, but we'll see. But speaking of the merch, guys, we're going to give you some more information right now on how to get some merch because we'll be right back after this ad break. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is David from the Humble Threads Podcast. You guys might be wondering, how can I help support the Humble boys well if you go on teespring right now and type in the humble threads podcast you may be able to look up some shirts and find what we got mike why don't you tell them how they can find some of this oh my goodness there's so much on there we have t-shirts we got hoodies uh we got what else we have have mugs we have pint glasses uh so many options available on the on the humble threads teespring merch store uh you know it's it's literally at the moment the greatest way to help support the show and we would love to see some pictures of you out there rocking our material rocking our logo send us some pictures on the pod humble uh twitter if you will but teespring humble threads merch get it yeah guys so definitely go on there once again check out humble threads on teespring we have everything on there that is the greatest way to support us. The more orders we get, who knows, we'll be able to get our own domain name and do more giveaways in the future. We really appreciate you guys and hope you get to check out the store and find something you like, whether it's a t-shirt or glass or whatever. Thanks for shopping, guys. Go check it out. 
Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so we've we've had this problem in the gaming industry where uh, there's been a lot of these, uh, especially over the pandemic, with like conventions being shut down, closed closed out. You know, E3 isn't even a thing really anymore. Um, and then so this year, today, as of recording this, we had the Summer Game Fest, which is basically like in small quotation marks, E3. Um, because it's a, it was a giant showcase of all of the new games coming to consoles, PC, um, specifically looking at like Xbox, PlayStation uh, titles, and uh, and also things coming to Steam. Uh, but David, uh, what's some of your uh, top hits that, that you saw from the uh, Summer Game Fest? Uh, some of the stuff I saw, which I'm very excited for, is Spider-Man is finally coming to the PC, baby. I don't have to buy a PS5. Um, I was begging for a PS5. I really wanted to get it. I actually tried to get it for me for Christmas last year. I did not get it, but that's Spider-Man game. I've loved Spider-Man games since I was younger. Um, that one looks really cool. I don't know if they showed this, but I, I was talking um, to some of my friends about it. Nightingale, I keep forgetting that. Me and Mike are very excited for that when it comes out. I'm pretty sure that's this year. Um, so they showed that. Call of Duty. They showed Call of Duty. I am excited for Call of Duty, but I will dive deeper into it in a couple of minutes. But there is a new engine. Um, it looks pretty good. Some of the stuff looks good with the campaign. That's a nostalgic thing for me because me and my brother would always play the new campaign when the Call of Duties would come out, whether they were good or not. Um, but they were pretty good. Uh, Street Fighter Six looks very interesting. It's definitely going to get me back into fighting games. I love fighting games. You guys didn't know. Um, that was my first love, not shooters really. So I'm really good at fighting games. I just gotta, you know, get back and practice it. But the big news. I don't know about you young people out there. I don't know how old you guys are. Um, Mike probably remembers this. I remember when games were forty dollars and then they went to fifty dollars and now we're at sixty dollars. So Call of Duty came out and they had a whole debriefing on what's going to be new and what's happening. But they said the new Call of Duty is going to be $70. Now, I, I, could, I could get behind it a little bit. Now, if this was Sledgehammer or whoever else, I, you know, Betrayarch, they usually do good by us. We are getting Warzone, a brand new Warzone for free. Brand new map, brand new guns. Cool. We're getting the multiplayer. We're getting the campaign. Cool. We're supposed to be getting an escape from Tarkov mode. If we don't get that mode, then I'm going to be questioning a little bit. But they're giving us three things, and two of them are pretty much going to be for free, and one we have to pay for. So I said 70 is not that bad. But if y'all game developers try and get out of pocket and start every game's going to be $70, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of game studios shutting down way more. Cod, I'm very questionable on. I'm going to wait until I see some more stuff. The campaign looked good, but I need to see the multiplayer and I need to see everything else. But Mike, how do you feel about games going up to seventy dollars? I know we're in inflation right now, but holy crap! Uh, I mean, it's it is ridiculous, uh, specifically for the Call of Duty franchise, in my opinion, just because that game gets literally rehashed ev almost every year. Um, mm -hmm. At least, like the the base level Call of Duty game, uh, like it. I, I I just really hope I don't think I'm going to play it first and foremost um, mm -hmm. I would sooner play Warzone than ever play Call of Duty or, or spend money on a Call of Duty game ever again um, I really hope the campaign kicks it out of the park like it makes it, it makes you want to spend that money for that I, 
quote unquote premium content because the 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 uh the Call of Duty online multiplayer it's the same shit. Like it's the same game. I don't care where it takes place, what era it takes place in, what type of <laughs> guns you get to use, whether it I, none of that shit matters because it's the same game with a different skin on it. So the only mm-hmm. thing to me that is at all of any value, like something they physically had to make from scratch was the campaign um, to some degree. And so that's what I'm really hoping that this $70 price tag is really pushing. It's that it's really more about the evolution of this campaign mode because it can't be the multiplayer. It can't be. It can't be that. It just, it can't be. It's the same game over and over again. Hackers will show up. Uh, It'll just get ridiculous. There'll be broken guns at some point. There'll be broken shit all over the place. It, it's 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 expensive laser tag is what it is. Um, yeah, there's nothing dynamic I, about it. The only and this and this is what I said to people. I get fought back by two people who love Call of Duty, which is CJ and our friend Kev. They spend a hundred dollars on it every year. I can't see myself spending a hundred dollars on it every year blindly. There's since the studio broke up into three. For Call of Duty, we got Sledgehammer, we got Treyarch, and we got... There's another one, but no one cares about the other two. Treyarch is really the only one who gives us Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare is great. Um, The first three that we got were great. The new one that we got, which was a remastered new telling, but not a sequel to the first one, came out. No idea why. Don't care. But it was a great game. We had a lot of fun. Um, I say it every year that this is more or less like our homecoming to my friends who are like my back home friends, everything else like that. We hop on it. We play search and destroy. Um, we play the multiplayer. We do whatever. We love search and destroy just because it's competitive. I think search and destroy was the first battle royale before battle royale. If you ask me, you plant a bomb, you go out, you kill each other. You don't revive whatever. Um, it gives you the test of your, your skills. So we usually get that for that. Uh, so I am excited to see what that does. But Trey arc usually never fails us. They have, they've never missed. But, and I told I told them this time, I said, I'm not buying COD off rip. I don't need to play the beta. I don't need, I need to see the multiplayer. I need to see Warzone. I need to see this Escape from Tarkov. Apparently it's called DMZ or something like that. I need to see that. Because you're not going to keep making me pay $70 for a game, especially now that we have PC. $70 for a game I can't return. Past two Call of Duties have been crap. I'm sorry. Vanguard was crap. Uh, Cold War was crap. I don't care what any of you say. So for you to come out and say, hey, now you pay $70, that's like giving me two, that's like giving me two plates of food the past two times I've been here. And now you up the price on that food and said, it's better now if you take, no, like that's not happening. So I'm definitely going to be waiting. Um, There's no need, like I said, there's no need for me to get the bait or anything else like that. If it is good and I do want to pay the 70, I might just get the legendary edition because I get, uh, I think 60 tiers of the battle pass. I also get like gun skins i get skins for the characters uh you get the beta i don't want to play the beta so there's no need for that but if i can get all that stuff when i play the game sure because i am like a call of duty person i love that game um but you know the other two studios they failed two years in a row and one good thing is call of duty is getting off this cycle of we're releasing it every year now they're saying we're gonna you guys can release it whenever you want to release it but modern warfare is going to be here for like three years and i'm like three years 
Three years with the seventy dollars, great. We'll take it. I'll take that because if you're gonna keep, if I have to pay seventy dollars each year for a game that comes out each year, like Mike said, it's just a reskinning, rehashing. It's not gonna happen. So I'm glad we're gonna be sticking with this one for a longer period of time. Um, also gives you a longer period of time to sit with it, get the camos, everything else like that. Like it's a good game, but the past two studios, woof. Yeah, y'all. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why they keep giving them chances, but. Um, Treyarch, hopefully you don't fail us. We will see. But um, other than that, I think I think that's the games that I saw that I was excited about. There was some spooky games here and there that I think now we're starting to get into. Uh, there's always a trend. Uh, there's the past couple of years has been zombies. Uh, there's been like a lot of survival zombie games. This year is like space with zombies or aliens or something like that. I don't know if people have noticed that, but um that's mine mike have you seen any new games or games that are on your list right now that you're like you know what first half of the year let's do it uh kind of the opposite to be honest like nightingale um definitely planning on getting that game but i would be honest i'd be if i'm being serious after watching the new trailer that came out for it i'm i'm a little less interested Mm. because like they showed a lot of just like the routine stuff that you're gonna do a a shit Mm. ton of which is like gathering resources chopping down trees mm-hmm. doing other bullshit just to get resources so that you can build your town and whatever and they also showed like a card system which i think is kind of cool kind of not cool uh, wait what yeah so like there's gonna be something where it's like you get to choose like when you create like a new like gate that gets you somewhere to a different world like mm-hmm. different you can like put in certain cards to like a machine at the gate and whatever cards you put in like helps create the next world you go to um and so sometimes you might have to like be like oh shit i only have these three cards and two of them are like crazy ass monsters i guess we're going to go fight some crazy ass monsters first i don't know i I have no idea but like i'm i'm a little apprehensive that they're trying to do too much um and i definitely would would play like a demo if if a demo comes out before buying it i think i'm gonna watch a ton of actual play videos of it before i try to buy it i don't think i'm gonna buy it off a rip i don't think it's gonna be something that's gonna be in my cart day one um do i and i even think that it's possible that that game i forget if it said if it was pc only um but i feel it feels like a game that might end up on like the xbox game pass or something i think it's for i think it's on xbox and pc like it seems to me like a game that might be on the game pass day one and if it's on the game pass day one yeah i'll download it for sure i'll play it give it a shot um do i definitely devalue certain games that end up on the game pass yes absolutely um i i don't know i i'm interested to see how it progresses and I am interested to see some actual live gameplay and get some actual feedback from people playing it. Um, but I will say I'm a little little bit disenchanted after watching the most recent trailer, which you think would be the opposite. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I also did see that, you know, the, you know, the new Street Fighters coming out and the, the Call of Duty stuff that, that uh, David was talking about. Um, but none of it really that excites me that much. Uh, for me right now, the best game for your money, the best game for your time, is, is Destiny 2. Um, they've been consistently putting out amazing content. Um, they have, I think, 10 years of content lined up. Um, I have no problem spending a, uh, like 60 bucks on a, on a brand new expansion because they don't bring them out that often. Um, and then the, usually if you buy the deluxe edition, you get the whole, you get the whole season, all seasons of that, 
expansions completely already paid for and some other stuff. Um, but none of it's like pay to win, um, which is pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, so that for as far as new games coming out, not terribly excited about it. Um, I also did see that, although I don't think uh, we'll be able to go this year, although I'm not sure, I might, I might, I'm day, day of, I might be like, yeah, I'm going. Um, but June, I think the weekend of June 24th, uh, the too, oh, too, too many, many games, games is coming back. Um, so yep, yep, yep. would be interested in going. I uh, don't know what that weekend looks like right now just yet. Uh, but uh, that's not this weekend. It's it's not next weekend. It's the following weekend. So we got we yep, we're still like yep. two weeks out from it. Um, yeah. But uh, did see that? You know, we had a blast last year, um, and uh, definitely would go again. But as far as what's new for the summer game fest, that's kind of it for me. Wasn't really that excited. Yeah, no, I, I think we'll start to see a shift to uh, indie developers pretty soon. Um, cheaper, and honestly, they give us the same feel as uh, AAA studios. I think the only thing, like I said, that's exciting for me, um, Call of Duty isn't exciting for me because I'm on the teeter-tottering. Let me retract what I said earlier. Um, the only thing that seems exciting to me, honestly, this year is probably Hogwarts Legacy. Um, looks like a great story game, like I said, in getting Spider-Man. Uh, a lot of good story games coming out, but... Other than that, there's been some indie games that have been good. Like Mike said, he played that uh, one card game. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Inscription or something like that. Yes, Inscription. That one was great. Yeah. Evil Dead uh, apparently is amazing right now. $40. Indie developer. Like, there's different games that are coming out that are are sneaking through the cracks. So those are the games that we've been kind of looking forward to. Um, But we'll see what happens. Uh, You know, I think this year, once again, is going to be kind of a flop for games. Uh, There's not a lot going on until we start to get... Uh, Dr. Disrespect's games or 100 Thieves games. They're making a gaming studio, which is kind of crazy. So I think we'll see the industry turn on its head once they finally come out there. But yeah, so I mean, unless you guys have been living under a rock, um, <laughs> this show has been controversial to the to the high ends. Uh, Obi-Wan, we are now into the fourth episode, I believe, or six episodes. Um, so Mike, what are your, what are your initial thoughts on Obi-Wan? There's a lot of mixed, you know, we got a text from one of our friends that was very, very much of a hot take. Um, but I'll, I'll let you take it away at the first and then I'll, I'll bring it home. I think it's not bad. I don't think it's good. Um, I think like Mandalorian was better. Um, I think some of the stuff and even in, uh, the book of Boba Fett was better. Um, I just I think they are trying to do too much for fan service. Um, you know that you know obviously uh, if you for those of you out there who aren't living living under a rock, I think with episode two or three we get to see Darth Vader, um, mm-hmm. you know, basically acting like a child as he kind of is, you know, um, and uh, it, it it is nice that they've chosen to use original cast members from the original trilogy to help with the continuity i think this this show would never have happened or never have been even plausibly successful had they not gotten ewan mcgregor to play obi-wan um we know that hayden christensen is in the vader vader outfit even though we're still getting what james earl jones's voice coming through it uh, or at least a voice modulator that makes it sound like him yeah, they have a stunt double, stunt double in the um, Vader outfit, and then they have the computerized version of uh, 
I forget his name. James R. Jones. Yeah. But only Hayden's he's they're only showing Hayden when he's like in the back to tank. Right? Oh, you're right. You're right. So he's in it for like two seconds, but You're right. Yeah. Either way. Um I don't know. Like it <laughs> I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to get they're trying to give you a story about what, what it was like to like oversee Luke and Leia as children. Um I don't care for the uh the the third sister character not not for any particular reason i just think that her character arc like at who she is pr- trying to be in the story is very like self-serving um uh, as far as like the character she's she's playing and uh almost like too much like it it like I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's going to be some more character development with that, with uh, the third sister to see more about it. Like uh, the most recent episode, we saw some things kind of go wrong for her. And, uh, and then somehow she like made it sound like a positive thing at the end of it. Um, And she was kind of rewarded for it slightly. Uh, But I do like everyone, like I saw some reviews were like, Oh my God, why aren't we seeing more of Darth Vader? And it's like, honestly, less is more, like, in, in my opinion, because, like, I'm sure we're still going to see more of him at some point in the, in, uh, in the last two episodes. He is kind of like the uh, end-all, be-all uh, bad guy. Um, we obviously know that both Obi-Wan and Darth Vader make it out alive um, based on the original canon of the original trilogy. Um, but I really enjoy seeing... Um, like I think the the actor actress uh, who plays the Leia um, girl is 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 such a unique uh, take on a younger Carrie Fisher. Um, she's witty. She's she's smart. She's uh, she's definitely got some similar facial expressions going on. Um, I think there's definitely been some Disney Disney fied moments that I just really could, could do without. Um, there's specifically a moment in the most recent episode where uh, Obi-Wan is like smuggling Leia out underneath an oversized coat and I'm like come on (laughs) come on like I get it stormtroopers can't shoot for shit but like uh, anyone would notice an extra pair of legs walking next to you under a big coat Um, but I digress it's an okay show I'll I'll watch all of it I'm I'm a sucker for Star Wars but David, what do you? What's your uh, first impressions for it? it, it you know, uh, when we watch these show guys, shows, guys, I want everyone to broaden their horizon when they think of Star Wars, only for a simple fact that you got to think about what Disney is doing from a business standpoint. They gave us a trilogy that was hot garbage, and they know it was hot garbage. Even George Lucas came out and said it was a hot garbage. He gave them a script. And said, here's my ideas for what you should do for the you know the next trilogy. They threw it out. Uh, they didn't follow it. He's already had books like on Elsewhere Canon as far as, you know, what happens to Han's son and everything else like that. Like, they're out there. But they wanted to go against it. And they, and they found out why we don't go against it. Because it was terrible. And everyone said, like, we're done with Star Wars. So now they're going back to something that they know we love, which is the original trilogies, um, you know, with with Luke, and then we have Anakin and everything else like that. Mandalorian, great show, fresh take on characters. It doesn't tie into the Skywalker saga at 
at at most Luke is in there, but it's good. And I think that, you know, the further we get away from the Skywalker sagas and, and, and storylines, we do good. Uh, we got the book of Boba Fett. It was, it was okay. Um, the only reason why we got the book of Boba Fett and you can't be mad at it guys is because you wanted it. Everyone wanted Boba Fett back. Everyone said Boba Fett shouldn't die. Um, he should, he should come back and, 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 uh, I don't. I think they just were saying like he should be out of the the Sarlacc pit, um. But it 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 was okay. I I gotta give it like an eight out of ten. Uh, but it, it was all right. Once again, though, we get this show. Y'all wanted this show. <laughs> no one, no one sane person asked for this show. We know what happened. Uh, like like we got Rogue One, and. We didn't need Rogue One. We already knew what happened in Rogue One. They got the plans. Great. Whatever. We get this story. We know they die. Why the heck are we watching this movie? I thought it was the stupidest Star Wars movie they could have ever made. Obi-Wan, I'm not going to say it's a bad show, but at the same time, we didn't need the show. Everyone's everyone's been asking for this too. Like, oh, we need a Darth Vader show because they want to see Darth Vader at the height of its prime. I guarantee if we get that show, everyone's going to say it's garbage. Because you don't need the show. Like, we need some new, fresh takes on this Star Wars movie, shows, whatever. We need to get away from the Skywalkers and into something new. Even with the new trilogy, we've been in there with Skywalkers and everything else like that. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll jump in on top of that real quick. Like, thinking about, like, what you just said, like, oh, people are going to want a Darth Vader movie. It's like, or show. And it's like, no, you don't. Like, some of the best stuff about Darth Vader is that you don't know a lot about him. Like, you know who he is. You know, he's Anakin Skywalker. You know he's, he's Luke's fa- Luke and Leia's father. You know that he's, like, twisted, demented, wanting to, like, er- like uh, eradicate all uh, Jedi off of the universe, basically. Um, and he just wants to be in total power um, to serve the Emperor, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's, like, cool. You know, like we get a, we, and like that's what what's so great about Darth Vader in the original like New Hope trilogy was how little we knew about him was he was just this dark figure that was like all powerful, like the the big bad. Um, there was a lot of like, you know, uh, give and take for it. And of course, the big payoff to find out that uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Like, oh, my God. But like we like i don't need to like because what we're gonna get if we get more of darth vader if we get a darth vader tv show it's gonna be like kylo ren it's gonna be moody it's gonna be it's gonna be like it's gonna be it's gonna be you know teenage angst all over again in a in a regretful body um and it's it's not good like we don't need to see We don't. The behind the curtain of Darth Vader. We don't. we don't. We do not need like and literally let him stay mysteriously evil and just let it sit, let it lie. What people don't understand is in this Obi Wan show, everyone's like it's going to be amazing and every. This is ten years after Episode Three. My man is old and hasn't fought in ten years. He's not going to be good. It's going to be very stiff and everything else like that. This is a soap opera show. Mm. If you guys need me to break it down in layman's terms. It's not going to be great. It's going to be Obi-Wan dealing with his trauma. He failed. He, he failed him. Qui-Gon told him to, you know, go help him. You're supposed to train him. If Qui-Gon lived, maybe we wouldn't be in this situation. But 
Obi-Wan did what he could. I personally don't see him doing anything wrong. Anakin was destined to be bad anyway, because if you think about it, he's supposed to bring balance to the Force. What's the balance to the Force? You literally killed all the Jedi. You killed the Emperor. Balance to the Force. That's it. We're in the middle now. That's what we got. So it's kind of hard, and it annoys me when people are like, oh, this show's trash. It's like, it's a soap opera, guys. He's dealing with his trauma. Like, that's literally it. That's all you were going to get. Obi-Wan literally sits on a planet for years watching Luke. Like, what else do you expect for him to do? Like, this was a little cool side mission. It was weird, like Mike said, having her in the trench coat and everything else like that. But, you know, it, it it's okay. But to Mike's point, me and my brother were talking about this. Um, was it third, sixth sister? Third sister? Can't remember. Third she, sister. She's, she, I think she does a good job in the show. But I feel like she was kind of shoehorned in. I know she's getting a lot of hate online, and we're not giving her hate for this no, specific no, no, reason. No. But I think she she's she's done a good job. But with this script, I feel like the script. I don't know who made this show. I don't think it was John Favreau or, or Filoni. I want to say they might have had some consulting on it, but I think it was someone else. Um, but she's doing a good job. I think at the end, what's going to happen is it's. I'm a, I'm gonna play it out for you right now. And if I'm right, somebody owes me a drink or a shot at the bar when I see you next. What's going to happen is she's going to get Obi-Wan in a corner. They're going to have a talk. She's literally going to say, well, I turned out like this because you left me. You guys left us at the temple. You guys left left us to deal with this. You left me. I'm like this because of you. And Obi-Wan's probably going to say, I'm sorry, etc., etc. I trained Anakin and look how that did and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually she's going to go to the light side. They're probably going to kill her. Because we know the Grand Inquisitor doesn't die because he's in Rebels. So it did, we already know how this is going to turn out. It's literally written right in front of me, which is why we didn't need this show. I'm glad we got it because everything Star Wars is great. But, I, you know, it, it didn't really need to happen. I have one addition to that theory because that's the same theory that I have. Um, because, again, I cannot help but, but say it's a Disney show. There's always mm-hmm. going to be a redemption in a Disney show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be something sappy. Yeah. So, like, I think it's going to come down to, like, her, again, like, pinning uh, Obi-Wan. But I think that she's going to, like, let him go. And, like, or, and then she'll, like, die at the end as, like, and, like, sacrificing herself to save um, Obi-Wan in in the interest of saving Leia and Luke in the future. Um, So, I think that's why she keeps talking about, like, the things she's lost. Um, She's got the most tragic um storyline so far and as far as like the story arcs that are building and she's like overly aggressive um as the written character um and she's doing great again doing a great job being that kind of evil uh character mm-hmm. but uh i think that they're overplaying how aggressive she is to kind of like mm-hmm. show the trauma that she's dealt with so that when and there's, there's a, a when there can be a redemption moment yep. it it yep. hits harder because it's Disney. Yeah. And I will say, uh, my, my final thoughts on it are like, I will give it to star, the Star Wars side of Disney. They usually land this plane. The plane usually gets landed. Mandalorian, they whoof, smooth sailing. Here, this is your pilot. We're land- Bang, everyone's clapping at the end. Boba Fett, there was a little bit of turbulence, but we landed that bad boy. We landed it. Mando saved the show, I'm going to tell you right now. But he, we landed the plane. Obi-Wan, I think they're going to land it. I think it's just going to be, they're going to, you're going to watch the end of it and then you can watch the show back and be like, oh, that's why this blah, blah, blah. 
because especially in the last episode, we see Obi-Wan kind of getting his skills back with his lightsaber and everything else like that. So I think by the end of it, we're going to see him once. He's probably going to fight Darth Vader again, but he's going to show like, listen, man, I got I got my swag back a little bit. You're not going to keep dragging me through hot coals and crap, but we'll see. But that's my final thoughts on it. Mike, I, yeah, what do you think? man? No, nah, yeah. Final thoughts. Same, 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 same boat. I, I really do. I think they're going to land this plane. Um, I think, I think there's still some kind of probably some reveals coming in like that, that we don't expect maybe. Um, but in the same, uh, hindsight as like what you said, like the, the grand inquisitors in rebels, like third sister, isn't also third sister. Mm-hmm. Isn't in the, isn't a canon character Anywhere. of the rest of any of it. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, she's sadly an expendable character, um, in this series. Um, but yeah, so move, so we'll just let it lie. We'll let that, let that go. Moving on to the last main topic before we jump into the listener questions. Um, Stranger Things, right? Stranger Things volume, uh, or season four, volume one, uh, came out the same weekend that the first episode of Obi-Wan came out and you better believe it. The humble boys binge watched all of it. Um, (laughs) yeah, it was a struggle. It was only because I had to watch it with Ashley and she falls asleep. Oh man. In the middle of an episode, man. But it's, I, I, I think that it's some of the best they've ever done. Um, I still think it's hard to kind of beat that first season. That first season was just like lightning in a bottle. Um, I think that they did really uh, did a, they've done a good job of answering questions um, that a lot of people had. Um, you know, there's kind of this ambiguity now, like whether or not Eleven is good at all. Um, you know, knowing knowing that she uh kind of created more or less um mild spoilers for those listening, um, kind of created yeah. like the first hole to the uh the upside down, um, and uh, some other things. But I, it's it is it is nice that they are allowing the kids to grow up. Um, there there was definitely some like questionable things i think this was the probably the most violent of all of the stranger things um n- other than maybe season two um whether what are we in four what we're in season four, yes right? season three was pretty violent i will say that one was pretty crazy oh well, man, well you're the guy from the Goonies. oh you're right yeah that's yeah. that was yeah right exactly like in the interrogation moments where they're like kicking the crap out of uh steve, steve harrington and when the, the Demogorgon was ripping into the guy from the Goonies and they slow motion. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, God. But yeah, this one was wow. This one, this one like, like oh, when you first man. see, like, the first, I guess, death or murder or whatever, you're just like, what am I watching? Like, like I wasn't ready for oh, that. Man. Like, you didn't think it would go there, like, go there at all, but, like, it just does. And you're like, I got to say this one. Okay. I don't. I, <laughs> Like we said, mild spoilers. We might be talking about a good bit. Could be mild. Could be hot spoilers. I don't know. Yeah. But when Hopper had to take the ankle cuffs off, oh, oh my god, we actually could not look at the screen. Like, why was the camera on his foot so long? <laughs> oh my god, dude. That's oh, I felt that in my ankle. Like, oh my god. Yeah. That. Whew. It. I've never like. If if they were like this is they they are they are literally pulling out all the stops to try to really sell the story, 
Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. There's nothing... I I could not get over the fact that... Uh, what's it? Uh, Winona Ryder's character, uh, Joyce, just happened to be able mm-hmm. to waltz into a high-security high Russian prison to break out this uh, hopper. I was like, there is no way in hell that that plan would have worked. Um, but I'm glad it did because like it needed needed to happen to push the story along. But yeah, I feel like the end was a little rushed. But I agree. Yeah, like there was, was just so some moments worse. in that. It's like that that it would. It, I'm not so certain it would have happened like that. But you mm-hmm. know, fair enough. Whatever. I, I can I can overlook it. Um, but I do. I I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season five. Um, I actually saw an interview. Um, with the guy who plays Eddie, uh, uh, like the D and D guy of the Hellfire Club, mm-hmm. and he was mm-hmm. saying how he was kind of upset that he didn't get uh get to do many scenes with um the I forget the actual actor's name, but the actor who does who plays Will's older brother. Oh yeah. He was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know, we're hoping that uh that next time uh in season five we'll we'll get some more scenes together. And uh, like I don't know if he was just like you know dragging dragging the interviewer along a little bit to see see what happens, but uh, I don't know something to think about. Either way, I think it's it's probably one of my favorite Stranger Things so far since the first season because of how much evolution you, we we are seeing. I'm it's I'm withholding my absolute rating though until we get the second half. Like I feel like. There's they they have teed up so many big conclusion climatic uh, moments that we're gonna have to see if they're gonna be able to seal the deal and, and get a hole in one on the on the back half of uh, volume two of season four. But uh, there's a line in it somewhere uh, when like the older kids go to the upside down, and I think it's Nancy. She's like. Oh yeah, I've got like a like a Russian oh, lo- like Luger or Russian uh like handgun underneath my pillow or something, and I was like, that's one of like the craziest things that 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 actor uh, that character probably ever had to say, uh like casually, like oh yeah, I got a gun, like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't know. We're getting Netflix is getting to a scary point that they're running out of shows and it's shows. Um, there, the competition has crept up very, very quickly between Disney Plus, HBO Max, um, and everything else like that. Uh, Stranger Things, I, I, I think what's capturing everyone this season is that they split it in half. Before we got to binge it, and we kind of got that mid-season jump or whatever, and then we got to the end, and then we we're like, oh, okay, it's over. Like now they're kind of capturing us and bringing us back in with the uh, split, the mid-season split. Which I'm not mad about. It keeps me still intrigued, um, and it's going to keep their viewers in there. Because I told Netflix their days were number, numbered. They're they're lucky um, because they have this and they have Umbrella Academy. If you guys haven't watched that, great show. Um, Umbrella Academy is amazing. But I think this season was good, but I I don't know. I want to say it was meh, but it wasn't meh. I don't know why I can't. Um, because I feel like the villain they played it out perfectly. You kind of could tell maybe he was who he was, and you could figure that out and everything else like that, and it was good. The story along the way was good, and I think it was better than the last season. I hated when they made Eleven go do that weird travel thing. Of course, she met another person from the lab or whatever, the Indian girl. Um, you muted yourself, Mike. 
Thank you. That part, yeah. uh, that part was completely not needed in the previous season where she like goes off no. and like finds herself. Like, no. And then at the end of the season, she just comes out like, "I'll save you guys." I was like, eh, "Okay." But like now, this one's like, "All right, you, you, you legitimately did a split, a three-way split, which I'm not mad about because now we all have to come together at the end, which is fine." Um, that one was kind of eh, but uh, I don't know, man. It was good. Uh, maybe I'm still reeling from the excitement of having a, a show to watch because. Friday, we had that. We had Obi-Wan. We just got Miss Marvel, too. So we had a lot of TV going on right now. Um, but I think they did a good job. I also love the actors in the show. The actors are amazing. I can't hate the show because, come on, amazing. Um, but the the D, I love the, the push for the D&D aspect in the show, which is even better. The Hellfire Club, which is funny. Um, the guy who plays Eddie, man, great actor. He kind of reminds me of like a Jim Carrey. Um, like a younger Jim Carrey, he's pretty cool. So I, I like him a lot in that in, in the role he's in. Um, but I don't I don't know. I'm also a sucker for '80s '90s nostalgic, so I can't hate it when it's in that. But um, you know, we'll, you, we'll definitely be uh, uh, chiming in for the for the later half of the season. Um, I told Mike, and we're probably going to do this some more. Maybe on some of our off times, we're going to be doing reviews. Um, we'll probably go on our B sides. Maybe we'll go into a deep dive of the Obi Wan show and a deep dive of the Stranger Things show. Uh, probably give you like 30 minutes of it of us going back and forth and, and, and you know, talking about how we feel and, and what we're going into. Full spoilers, though, because here we don't like to go too crazy, but give you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, man, guys. Whew, a lot of shows. But... Absolutely. So, uh, as always, we sent out uh, the call for some questions for the episode. Uh, you guys absolutely uh, came in and gave us a couple. Um so uh, we want to just kind of hit them, hit them fast, uh, and see kind of where where we sit on them. Uh, but one of them came in, and what and it was uh, what uh, what what's your favorite summer beverage, uh, non alcoholic and alcoholic? David, I'll let you take it first. Man, I have two alcoholic. I, I love as I got older. I do love me some Coors Light, but I've st- I've not drank beer. Well, I did just have one. But prior to that, it's been three months since I've drank beer. Um, I've been cutting down on that to lose some weight and, you know, get a little bit healthier. But I'm a, I'm a guy with just I, – I think during the summer, like, I just like things on the rocks. Like, I would I like getting my whiskey on the rocks, um, like a flavored whiskey or something like that. Just getting it right on the rocks. Just getting me there. Um, it's hot. Get that bite, you know, everything else like that. Get you, get you there um, before you know it. Let me put it that way. Uh, non-alcoholic. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I usually drink a lot of juice. I am a terrible person, people. I don't drink a lot of water. I usually mix my water with juice. I'm a child. Um, but non-alcoholic, I guess I could go with like a nice Sprite maybe in the summertime. Um, Sprite never does you wrong. Um, or le- actually, no, I lied. Like a lemonade. I, I can get down with like a certain lemonade. Like a flavored lemonade is really good. Um, summertime it can't can't beat that what about you Mike uh for me when it comes to like an alcoholic beverage um I mean sure like a night like a like a well-done cocktail is always going to be nice like an iced cocktail uh, an iced margarita something like that um but if I'm like just out on my back deck or like mowing the lawn and I'm just like grilling um I need something easy to grab honestly in the summertime I I grab for like a Miller light or a Bud Light like what just one of those is basic um, almost like a soda in a beer, but like a smooth Bud Light on a hot day, like it just hits right. 
I don't know. It, it doesn't make you feel bloated. For some reason, those ones just make me feel like really full. Oh, I'm not. I'm not talking about the after effects. I'm just saying like a refreshing <laughs> beverage in the moment. It's got to be a Bud Light. Um, Understandable. Uh, uh, my buddy Steve calls them Pepsi's. Uh, <laughs> we call that's like we call Rolling Rocks a Sprite of beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, I, I you know love love myself a crisp. IPA in the summertime, like a good session IPA, one you can have a few of. Uh, mm-hmm. East Branch Brewing Co. near me has a really good one called Float. Uh, could drink those all day. Uh, we had them at our wedding. They're a phenomenal beer. Um, for a non-alcoholic beverage, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat in a way. Like I don't like I don't drink a lot of like juice or anything like that. Like um, I try to stay away from sugar if I can. Uh, specifically uh, when it comes to drinking things, but uh, for like I like I really like I again I you know I, I like myself a soda uh, uh any kind of lemonades always always a good uh good time but for me like I don't know if this this sounds basic or what but I I just like like the the flavor enhancers for water like I think I think one of the brands called like Mio or something. Where you can just get a nice fresh glass of, of ice water and just put a little squirt of a uh, strawberry kiwi in there or something, um, kind of makes your water into juice, but you don't have to worry about the calories or the sugar. Uh, it sounds that's a real like like uh. A... I like how uh, <laughs> we we beat it around the bush for both of these questions <laughs> because we thought you guys would judge us. We don't care. I don't know why we beat it around. No, the bush, yeah. If it if it's cold and refreshing and delicious, yep. it's kind of kind of yeah right. Yep. Kind of hits all the box, checks all the boxes. Um, and the last question we got was, what's some fun activities that kind of soak up some time that you could do when you got nothing else to do on a lazy summer day? Um, for me, immediately thought about you know just playing some video games, you know just uh, enjoying the air conditioning, um, and and staying inside uh, on a if if you got the ability to go out and hit a pool on a nice summer late uh, a warm summer day, lazy nothing to do, hanging out in a pool with a nice beverage, maybe a maybe a Pepsi or a Bud Light, um, mm-hmm. can uh, can feel very good. Um, basically, anything that's not gonna make you sweat too much is probably my in my opinion. Um, and mostly the, like I'm an indoor kid, I definitely like the indoors. Um, whether it's gonna be playing a board game. Playing D and D honestly would be like the, my most ideal choice of a lazy summer day. Um, but how about you, David? Uh, for me, definitely, especially during the summer, I'm I'm a sucker for nostalgic. Um, that's why Stranger Things coming out in the summertime has kind of got me. But like, I'll we'll watch some like old school movies, maybe like Heavyweights, which is a summer camp like fat camp movie, which is hilarious. Uh, Sandlot, with Sandlot, yeah, Sandlot. I watch all of them. Everyone hates like the uh, the newer ones that when they come out. I love them all. I don't care. Um, but yeah, I usually watch some like old school summer movies. That's like it gives you that feeling of like school's out. You know what I mean? Like we're going to do like whatever's happening. Mayhem's ensuing. Um, or usually I I get down with like some cornhole um, or some like beer pong or something like that. Um, you know, I, I, I do have a slight competitive nature. So those type of things, it's like, all right, like I'm not, I don't have to do too much like basketball where I have to run up and down a court, but I have to swing some stuff and, 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 you know, make it into some holes. Mike, Mike has seen me out there on the beer pong table. Any of y'all want some work, let me know. But, uh, <laughs> but guys, man, 
those those are our two questions. Man, oh man, oh man, it's been it's been chock full. We always think it's going to be a short one, but we, me and Mike have such a good time talking to each other. Of course, is going to we're going to give you the full time, but we had a lot to talk about. Mike worked from home um, because COVID exposure. I I got COVID too. This this new variant is just running crazy. Like I'm telling you right now, it's wild. So be safe out there. Uh, Mike went to Insomnia Cookie, had a terrible experience with the ice cream sandwich. I've been down there. Um, it's it, it, Insomnia Cookie can, can get you into a dangerous place. Um, but he was at Bar Trivia, of course, General Trivia. Maybe we're going to try and get out to some trivias more. I, I definitely love trivia. Um, we've been talking, or Mike's been talking to his wife about um, a side podcast. I'm still under the Humble Threads umbrella and branching off. And who knows, maybe we'll get some more going. Whoever wants to join up or we come and make some more. Uh, Mike is going to take a vacation to Cape May. I'm excited for Mike. Mike has to try out Cape May Brewing Company. There's some good beers down there. Um, so he's going to have a well-deserved break, uh, especially dealing with the stressful job and everything else that's been going on this year. It's, it's good to get out there. Uh, me, I was at the Strawberry Festival past weekend. It was pretty fun. We got some fried foods, you know, terrible for you, but great carnival food and fun. Um, been working out, trying to get back into shape, uh, get a little better. Clearly not like an eight pack or anything, but I'm just going to at least try and get myself a little bit together. Uh, we went to a winery. It was very fun. We got to dress up. If you haven't seen some of the images, we might put them on some of our, the Humble Thread socials. Um, great fun. Definitely during the summertime. Lawn work. It's it's here now, guys. Dust off the lawnmower. If you've been, if you've been fighting it this long, it's time to get out there. Uh, my basement, I talk about it every time, but the basement, hopefully by the end of this month, will be good. Who knows, me, maybe me and Mike will be down there to record a, a first episode for the grand opening. Who knows? Uh, it's prom time. My sister-in-law, she had her prom. It was a fun time watching them get it, get uh, dressed up and everything and reminiscing on my prom and everything that we did. Graduation. You said it before. Congratulations to you guys from the Humble family. Uh, Well-deserved. Uh, you know, keep doing great things, whatever your next endeavor is. But uh, this ain't the end. Keep pushing. And vacation, just like Mike, we're trying to plan a vacation. Ours might be in December, um, just because we got a lot going on in the summer. But who knows? We'll definitely do that. Our main topics: we were talking about Summer Game Fest. There's been a lot of games coming out, but once again this year, eh, looking a little lackluster with some games. Eh, I don't know. Um, we gave you our in-depth uh, thoughts about Obi Wan and how you feel, how you should view the show in terms of different, uh, in, in a different medium. Um, like instead of an action thriller or whatever, this is more of a soap opera drama um, dealing with trauma. Didn't mean to make that rhyme. We also went into Stranger Things and how we thought that was a great show. They came back with a bang. We're definitely going to tune in for uh, the second part of season four. We're excited. Uh, hopefully you guys will be here too. We got two questions. and Thank you guys for asking those questions. Favorite summer drink and non-alcoholic drink. We kind of beat it around the bushel nose, but Mike's a Bud Light. Or a uh, Miller Light. I am, of course, the cores, or maybe something on the rocks. Activities to do during the summer. Mike said video games, or you know, D and D, or or whatever else he would like to do because he's more of an inside kid. I agreed. I'm more of an inside kind of person. I'll watch some summer nostalgic movie with the windows open, with that warm summer breeze rolling in, or maybe some, um, you know, beer pong or cornhole. We'll do, we'll do some of those. But that was our topics today, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice. Specifically, I know Apple Podcasts and Spotify have a place for you to do that. Uh, and consider sharing it with a friend. It really helps the podcast reach new listeners. 
Yes, and guys, we've said it to no end, even though this might change, but follow Humble Threads on everything. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and like Mike said, we're on any podcast platform of your choice. Whatever you want to do, go in there, hit that search bar, hit the Humble Threads podcast. We'll be there for you guys, man. And as always, while you're sitting back listening to this on your warm summer night, make sure you stay humble.